What Are You Made Of? It's Mike C-Rock. Welcome to What Are You Made Of? Every episode of this podcast is centered around building ourselves and the people in our lives to reach our full potential. I hope that the experiences and stories of success from these conversations can give you rocket fuel to reach new heights and help you answer the question, what are you made of? What are you made of? I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy and subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Mike C-Rock Scirocco. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Agent Liftoff with C-Rock. That's me. We're here again today with a special guest from Keller Williams, Ashley Falkowski. Did I pronounce that right? You sure did. Good job. All right, Ashley Falkowski. She is a realtor with Keller Williams in Northern Delaware. She's the team lead at the Falkowski Group, Keller Williams Wilmington. All that's still right? Because I got that off your Facebook, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm also the team leader for the Keller Williams uh, Wilmington Market Center. There you go. All right. So she's also that as well. So before we get started, guys, as we're going through this and, and talking to Ashley and learning about her, think about anybody that you know in Northern Delaware that could use any real estate help. Um, that's what we're, this is all about is giving people lift, lift off, right? So Ashley, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. So I'm um, thankful that you came aboard here and I met you through a good friend of mine, Jim. And uh, shout out to Jim. Jim is a great guy. He's a unique individual as far as mindset and agents. A lot of agents don't have that same mindset. Right. And as people know, I'm in the mortgage industry. I run a large uh, division for nations lending. We have 40 some employees now, five offices, and we want to help people. Our whole thing is helping and lifting people up. And not all the agents are like that, but it seems as though Jim and the people that he, he's attracted or attracted, attached to and work with and associated with seem to have that same mindset, which is very attractive. And that's the kind of thing that we want to work with, with attractive minded people. So Ashley, can you uh, share with us how you got into real estate? Yeah. So I fell into it, literally fell into it 15 years ago when I was in college, uh, looking for something part-time that I could work around my my course schedule. Um, I had waited tables for years and I was so tired of waiting tables. So I had an opportunity to work for a real estate office and I took it. And so, so many of us have come out of the, the restaurant business. I was yeah, in uh, yeah. Salisbury and I quit college with a 4.0 and went right into the restaurant business and thought I was like Tom Cruise or something. I was going to do cocktail, the movie. So, uh, but it's funny because you know, the restaurant business, when you walk up to people, whether you're bartending or, or being a waiter, when you walk up to strangers to serve them, it's kind of awkward until you get used to it. So it helps really big time in sales, real, real estate agents, uh, benefit loan officers uh, to be able to get over that awkwardness and break the ice, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you learn a lot of hustle, right? Like you learn a lot of hustle and customer service. Yep. Yep. So when you got into it, how long did it take for you to really like get the grasp of it and to feel like you could do it full time and really make a living at it? So it was really a few years. Um, initially, I was very part time. Like I said, I was in college. And I had a vision that I would do something completely different. So I have a psychology degree and I thought I was, I would be a psychologist, a counselor, and I would, you know, sit around and help people all day. And what I realized was through real estate, I could, I could still help people at a really high level and yet be a lot more fulfilled financially, personally, like all around. So, well, you need to be a psychologist sometimes. 
when you're dealing with customers, let's face it. Degree comes in handy for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, one of the things I noticed is that it's, it's personalities you deal with, but then also the tone level of people, like some people are like really like just discouraged when you're talking to them and they don't seem rational. Others are very enthusiastic and everything works for them. And Everything that you do seems to be going. So I think a lot of agents, and I, I want to ask you about this because I know you're a leader in the, in the industry um, and you've done a lot of training, I'm sure, with, with Keller Williams and everything they have to offer. What is, what like, as far as dealing with different types of personalities with people and also the, the emotional tone of people, like what, what have you focused on with that or experienced with that in, in the business and, and your agents that work with you? I think you have to meet people where they are, right? So um we have a we have a model a teaching model that i really lean into and if you think of a pool right so if you start on opposite ends of the pool and you're both out of the pool so you and the client and then what you do is you yourself go into the pool bring them into the shallow end with you and slowly move them into the deep end right and so the deep end is their goal whatever they're trying to get to but you can't just ask most people some people you can. You can't ask most people to just dump, jump into the deep end. It doesn't work, right? Right, right. So we have to meet people where they are and bring them with us on their journey. Yep, I love it. Exactly. And the other thing is in leadership, John Maxwell talks about the lids, the law of the lids. And it's very difficult to have somebody come on your team that has a higher lid than you to be effective as a leader. So I also like to relate that to clients because some clients you know, when you're an agent, sometimes you'll lose confidence because that client has a higher lid than you in understanding the real estate game. Let's face it. Sure. So um, with your team, how do you bring younger agents in or more in, or less experienced agents in and kind of make sure they're set up for success and not going after that necessarily that high lid? Like, do you, do you work with them on that, that kind of stuff? I do. We do a lot of mindset work. So, you know, especially this year, especially during stay-at-home orders, we were all about mindset all the time. So um, just staying in constant communication with people, having those conversations to lift them up when they were feeling discouraged and just kind of keep them moving forward, right? Um, so as far as bringing somebody into the team, you know, we're looking for very specific people who do think big and yet who are willing to back that up with the work, right? Right. right. Because I, you, you've probably had a similar experience where uh, somebody might talk a big game. They might be able to 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 dream, right? But then the hustle doesn't back it up. So I'm really looking for those two things. And then I, again, I'm going to meet that person where they are. What is their knowledge level? What is their background? What are their unique talents that we can use and we can actually unleash to help them go achieve their greatest potential, right? Yep. So we offer a lot of training that is systematized. And yet we also get really personal at the same time. Love it. Love it. So what's your favorite thing about real estate? Like when you wake up in the morning, what, what, like, what is something that like you look forward to and just love about the, about the game? I love that there are no limits on this opportunity, right? We can go do whatever we can imagine in this industry. And whether that is helping, you know, families buy and sell their homes, whether it's helping people build their wealth through an investment portfolio. For me now, I've expanded that out to helping realtors build out their real estate business, right? And they're using their business to go achieve their dreams. That's what I love. I love seeing people lean into that and using real estate as a vehicle to go live their their life by design. 
Yeah. Instead of it just being a job, right. A bigger purpose. Yeah. Right. I yeah, love that, absolutely. man. This is, this is what it's all about because you know, one thing this year going into uh, 2021, we're starting to talk about 2021 now, obviously, and prior to now, but there's four words that I've been talking about with this. And I want to hear your thoughts on this. So oh. one is responsibility, hundred percent responsibility, taking ownership, taking control, because when you don't have that, the blame game starts. And also when you blame someone, you're letting the responsibility go. You're releasing the control to someone else. And there's something I realized this week. It never feels good to blame people. Yeah. You know, yeah. we do that. It's our default thing to, to blame people, but it doesn't really feel good. It doesn't make you feel good to do that. No. So how do you guys deal with uh, talking about 100% responsibility amongst your agents instead of blaming the client or blaming the other agents or what have you? Well, sure. So again, it's, it's conversations, right? Everything comes back to conversations and communication. And uh, something I like to say when someone comes to me with, a problem that they're deflecting onto somebody else. I always say, you know, I've been in similar situations. And when I'm in a situation like that, I always say to myself, what's my DNA in this? So, you know, hey, C-Rock, what do you think your DNA is in that situation? And what can you do to help solve it? Yep. Right? Like always just bring it back. I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. Yeah, I love that. And the thing is, is that some people evolve to their environment and others change their environment. And that's what I like to focus on. Um, belief, belief is another word that we're talking about. Belief. Um, you must see something before you, or believe something before you actually see it. You must be able to visualize your ideal business, life, customers before you'll actually ever experience them. Right. So do you guys talk about belief? All the time. And it's, I describe it as a vision. Like you said, like, can you visualize it? Right. What's your vision for that? What's your vision for your life? What does that look like for you a year from now? What does that look like for you two years from now? How do you get there, right? And you've got to get somebody to feel it, I find, emotionally, and then they can visualize it, and then the actions start to show up. (laughs) You're you're speaking my language. You have to tie emotion to it. Oh, yeah. The the third word, there's four. The third word is stubborn. Now, when somebody says stubborn, sometimes they think (laughs) it's a bad connotation, negative connotation. I like to look at it as a positive because when people call me stubborn or hard-headed, I always try to switch it in my mind and like, okay, thank you. Uh, but, but the thing about stubborn is it's about sticking to your guns. And uh, when you believe in something and, and have a commitment to something to really staying with it, no matter what, when people are trying to talk you out of it to uh, accomplish their agenda or justify their position in life. And so stubborn to me, and here's a definition. I always like to look up definitions, unreasonably or perversely unyielding, justifiably unyielding. Yes. And and the, the one I like the, the best here is performed or carried on in an unyielding, obstinate, or persistent manner. So how do you talk to your team about being relentless and stubborn? You well, that word, but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think if you look up the definition of stubborn, you probably see my photo next to it, right? <laughs> um, I love that you said unyielding in there because that's kind of how I think about that. It's that um that ability to stand your ground and to follow your gut and to do what you know is right. Yep. And one of the ways, something I say to people, one of the ways I know that I'm on track with something is someone will say to me, well, that's not necessary. Why would you do that? Why would you do that that way? And I go, 
that they don't think the way that I do. Right. And so I know I'm on track because there's just a certain way that I think and and certain other people think, and you've just got it. Other people criticizing what you're doing, I think is a sign that you're doing what you should be doing. Right. And I consider that to be stubborn. Um, Another word that I love is grit. Mm -hmm. Love it. Like, and I associate grit with that stubbornness that you're not, you're not going to yield. You're not going to move. You're going to follow your course. Right. Yep. Love it. And the fourth word has to do a little bit with grit is resilience. Now, resilience, resilience is important. It's a powerful word to me though, to see rock, it's not powerful enough. And I'll tell you why resilience is being able to recover from something to back to your original form, get through something uh, as quickly. Right. And so to me, that's not good enough though, because I like to talk about taking all those things, the things that stop you, discouraging people, setbacks, low appraised values, home inspections, customers backing out, all these different things. I like to figure out how to use them, not to get by, but also to convert them into fuel. Mm-hmm. How many agents have you seen? And loan officers, the same thing. When something like that happens, it ruins their whole day, possibly a week, and they could have been helping other people, right? Yeah. So yeah. rocket fuel has a, is a powerful concept that I've bottled. And this is, has to do with this final word. Can you talk about that part? Yeah, I think you're right. I think grit goes into that too, right? So it's that um, that desire to continue to move forward, even when it's hard. And those are conversations I have every day. And not only have I seen tough situations ruin someone's day or their week, I've seen it ruin their career, right? And like, I just refuse to be that person. And that's how I lead. And I'm very vulnerable about some of my setbacks, some of my challenges, and my people get to see me in action. They get to see me stand back up and go at it again, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to stand back up and I'm going to go at it again. Because like you said, I use that as energy. It didn't work the first time. Doesn't mean it's not going to work the second time. Right. I think you also have to be smart. You have to be strategic. So did it not work because of the strategy that I used? And is there a different strategy I can bring in to achieve that goal? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think learning and adapting is a really, really important part of resiliency. And how about proactive resiliency? Thinking about like Absolutely. being prepared to be able to convert those things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And just being open to it. It's it's all it's all that mindset. So we'll end on this right now, this part here. This is important oh. to me. I have a podcast called What Are You Made Of? And one of the questions we always talk about is what are you made of? And what is one or two things that you can think of that in your past that you still think about, not for regrets or not looking back, not storing it in your tank, I'm sorry, your trunk, but in your tank. Think about the things that you fuel off of. Can you, can you share with, uh, with the audience some things like that? Yeah. I mean, I have so many, (laughs) I have so many, um, I would say just my, so probably my journey in leadership is my, the, the biggest example of this and um, taking on some projects that other people thought were not possible, right? And turning things around, making it work, not only making it work, but helping to build something really, really beautiful. And that's what we're doing at our Wilmington office. Um, and that's kind of been my driving force. And so it hasn't always been pretty. There have been so many situations where we've had setbacks and I've had to dress up and show up day after day after day right? Regardless of what was happening. And the more that I do that, the more that I know it's possible to continue to do that. And I think you have to take those lumps, right? You have to take those lumps. You have to learn, you have to grow. And that's what we do to be successful. 
And I think that's where that grit comes in. So specifically, like, what am I made of? I, I kind of joke like grit and sunshine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to answer that question. So that's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, how can, how can the audience get in touch with you if they have any real estate needs in Northern Delaware, or I think you work in Southeastern Pennsylvania too, or no? Um, yes, or my North- office does. Yep. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you guys yeah, are yeah. in that area, that, that little absolutely. triangle area up there. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. What, how can they reach you? Uh, so through Facebook, Ashley Falkowski, that should be pretty easy to find, connect with that way. Through our office page, Keller Williams Wilmington. Uh, my cell phone, 302-753-7060. Probably the best ways to get me. All right, guys. Well, if you're watching this, need any real estate, or if you're in real estate and you're looking for a place that's an awesome community where they have they think big, they're always trying to level up, give Ashley a call. Ashley, thank you so much. Much gratitude to you for coming on to Agent Liftoff today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys have been listening to Agent Liftoff. Guys, I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is for sale right now at MikeCrock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCrock with no K.com forward slash book. Go get that book. Help me become a bestseller, guys. It's not about me. It's about the people that are going to be impacted with the content of this book, turning setbacks into rocket fuel for the future. Until next time, guys, I'm C-Rock. That's Ashley. Thanks for watching us. Bye. I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at my website, Mike crock.com forward slash book that's mike croc.com forward slash book go get yourself a copy thank you so much for your support and your listenership it means the world to me thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of what are you made of be sure to check my website out at the mike crock.com the mike crock with no k.com and let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential Feel free to leave a review or follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mike C. Rock Scirocco. Again, thank you for joining me and see you guys on the next episode.